Welcome to the B-Sides and Beers podcast. Welcome to B-Sides and Beers episode 46. Tonight we are talking good songs on bad albums. What's going on? <laughs> this, what's the most abstract <laughs> assignment? It's, it's 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 you know it's it's completely subjective, but I think it'd be fun, man. Yeah, I mean, you could be totally objective about it, which was interesting. Yep. And then there's a subjectivity to it where it's like, do other people think this album is garbage? Because I do. Yeah. <laughs> And and there's so many of these things that I, I that I found in my digging that you know it's there there's a large enough consensus that that it kind of just fits into that into that category. So. You know what I found? I found that sometimes when they listed like when I'm doing research on some of this stuff, some of the songs that they listed, I was like, that's not a good song either. That's that I don't like that song either. Yeah. So uh, no, yeah. right? No, you know. <laughs> no. I disagree. I disagree. Just but what are your no. sources, man? Is it like... Well, you know, you try to do like... A, it was just a tough, tough thing to research, I found. And I tried to like go back to my own personal collection just to see if I could find some of these things because it's tough to just find one song on the yeah. album, right? And that's what I was going with it because I first thought, well, maybe I can do... Uh, one hit wonders, but then that doesn't work because oh yeah, like you I, know <laughs> that's yeah. exactly my logic too. I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, I was trying to connect the dots there, right? But yeah. anyways, we can discuss connect this. The goddamn dots. Yes. Hey, uh, let's let's rate, let's review, let's share, let's follow, let's do all that stuff for this, please. Uh, that's our shameless plug. We ask nothing really else other than to do that and to listen to us. So thank you so much. Uh, what are we drinking tonight? Who wants to start? Go for it. Okay. I have, what was it, about a week ago, I purchased from, this is Red Racer, and they have a 12-pack of Tall Boys, and it is the Holiday Classic Collection. So each one is a different style, but it also, each one has a really cool uh, Christmas movie theme name to each of them so one of them is the save the neck for me ipa uh what movie is that national lampoon's christmas vacation <laughs> we've got oh, we've idiot. got keep the crolch you filthy animal ah home alone home alone yep uh we've got bah humbug it's a stout We've got, yeah, man, we've got uh, Yippie Kaye West Coast IPA. <laughs> Absolutely. It's so funny that Die Hard's considered a <laughs> Christmas movie. It's it's all so very Christmas. There's a, there's a maybe, uh, sorry, maybe it just needs a little love lager. Snoopy. Oh, oh, Snoopy, see the, the Watch that every year, tree. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, what's this last one here? Angel Gets Its Wings White oh, Ale. Yeah. It's a wonderful life. So, yeah. Yeah. So I've been working my way through that in the past couple of days here. And uh, yeah, they're all they're all awesome and funny. And yeah, big fan. I wish they would do it more often. I got a confession, guys. I've never seen The Christmas Story. The Christmas Story? I haven't either. That's the one with that little yeah. kid. Okay. So it's not the just little me. little boy? 
No, I've never a seen Christmas it. Christmas Carol. No, like a no, Christmas story. No, Christmas there's story. Like when the kid, I've seen the scene where like the kid gets his tongue stuck to the pole, and there's like a. That's it. Yeah. Oh, the '80s kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know. I think it's set in the '80s. I think maybe not. Maybe it's in the '50s. Anyways, I've never seen it. Nope. Couple bits and pieces, like the previews, like you said, but never. A Christmas and it's supposed story. to be this huge classic. It's got like the lamp with the lamp with the leg. Yeah. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> it's called A Christmas Story, isn't it? Or The Christmas Story? Yeah, 1983 with that kid. Yeah. Have you ever seen yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I've okay, never seen so, it. No, oh, <laughs> there you go. None of us have seen that. It's on all of we, we have We have the consensus yeah. now. It's, it's good. We, we're all it, on the same page. Is it a rip on a miracle on thirty fifth for thirty fourth street? I don't think so. I but I don't quote oh, okay. me on that. I don't know. I've I, never seen I it. I think we need to watch this movie this Christmas and then report back and yeah. give us some honest reviews on what you thought of it. <laughs> we'll try and sit through it. <laughs> when was the last time you watched a movie in its entire great question? And I Years. can't even answer that. <laughs> Years. My attention's bad as Swiss F and cheese these days. Like <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I mean, like you know what? It, it, it might be nice because I like once when Christmas starts, then you you slow down and and you have the the capacity for these types of yeah, things. Yeah, you can zone out a little bit more. Yeah, you just yeah yeah no f's given, and you watch <laughs> a Christmas story. That's right. <laughs> Do it. Do it. It's, it well, it's been all about the Christmas uh, cartoons around my kids this year, and they're finally you know really getting into them, which is which is a lot of fun. But oh. Really, my only my only at our yearly tradition is uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That's the only one that I make sure I rewatch every year. But. I, I've been watching. We've been watching Harold and Kumar, the Christmas one. It's been it's been a good one every single year. Like it's it never and gets then, bad. Yeah, you know, Nicole's like, it feels like we just watched that, doesn't it? And I'm like, yeah, it kind of does. Like it went that fast. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to give that one a shot. Oh, it's good. It's good. <laughs> it's good. Um, I'll go next. I, I, I spilled half of it before I got on to this podcast, but uh, I did manage to salvage some of it, so uh, that's good. But if you're listening, Darren, maybe I need some because I'm drinking Mount Begbie. Uh, I'm drinking Faux Pas, the Ceres Saison. Oh, I still like that yeah. one, man. I've grabbed it a couple more times since good. since we had him on the show, and so yeah, good. And following that up, I'm drinking the Brave Liver Scotch Ale, also not big. Nice, yeah, nice. So, uh, and the it, it, the Scotch Ale is a uh, full-bodied strong ale, also known as Wee Heavy Scottish Pale Ale malts, artfully crafted to impart hints of oak Scotch. And caramel, smooth served in a thistle glass at 10 degrees, served with your favorite roast smoked meats or chocolate desserts. Chocolate. There you go. Whoa. What is a thistle <laughs> glass? Anybody know that? Not a clue. All right. Well, you're supposed to serve Whatever that. it is, you're, you, you got it. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> Serve it that way. But great labels, too. I don't know who does the Mount Baby ones, but those are, those are good. Yeah, they're all they're all well done and classy. I grabbed a couple, two of their. They've got these limited runs that they put out where it was a, um, a collaboration between them and a different, uh, a different brewery. So this 
the two that I got was a it was a Mount Bagby, uh, what is it called? Night in the Monashies. Yeah. And it's nine uh, percent extra strong. <clears throat> and the other one was a Dark Side of the Stoke. It's a coffee stout. So he, they did this collaboration with uh, uh, Revelstoke Brewing, I think it was. And yeah, they just they just crushed it. So, what is this uh, collaboration with Monashi Spirits uh, in Revelstoke? Oh, yeah, so Spirits. yeah, yeah, those guys are set up on the farmers market. Huh. There, you can sample their their stuff right there on the street. There, yeah. main drag of it. Yeah, very cool. I was impressed. So, and it was nice too that because uh, I talked to Darren and uh, they posted some stuff online, and I tried to I tried to dig some up, and it sold out. And then uh, he gave me a heads up on on one or two uh liquor stores that he said had a couple left and i got into there and there was like two left so i grabbed both of them and out we went slim pickings this week (laughs) at the liquor store for me a couple went to a couple places and it was like man not much yeah much dane what you got uh i grabbed a whole bunch of like randos um so first one up is a postscript i can't read this uh, it's a Munich style Helles, which means bright or light in German, I believe. Um, yeah, so I would imagine this is sort of like, is this a Pils? <laughs> which Psst, goes we well made another the... lager. This is light malt forward German lager with subtle biscuit cracker notes. Mm, so yes, think. subtle biscuit cracker. Biscuit. Uh-huh. Um, so this is out of Port Alberni, and I've got another... Port Alberni, Alberni, uh, Bomber Brewing, right? They're out of Port Alberni. Um, I don't get those up here. Anyway, this one looked fun. It was like oh, figgy pudding, fig, figgy pudding. Have you had? Oh, that's a great can. Though that looks awesome. Yeah, nut brown ale. So this should be nice with figs and ginger. Yeah, it looks awesome, man. Uh, Next up was. Um, yeah, it was just this can. I, I just realized it's a dog. Oh. I thought it was like a kid wearing a hoodie, like some weird, wacky tail, looking. But, oh, it's the nose. Oh, it's the nose. It's the nose. I, I thought it was the mouth, man. <laughs> right? Yeah, me too. This whole time I'm looking at it in the fridge. Like, it looks like a fish when huh. you first look at it like it's that. It's weird. And then when yeah. you see the dog, it's so those... weird how optics yeah, work. Yeah, that's crazy. Where you, you focus in on one spot, and it looks like, you know, the two eyes and a wide open mouth. And when you focus somewhere else, it's a close-up dog nose. Yeah, all nose. I saw that's was awesome. that face, which is actually its nose. And uh, <laughs> anyway, it's an awesome-looking can. It's called The Goodest Boy, so I probably should have read it first. But <laughs> Who's a good boy? Um, so this is uh, Paper Brewing Company, and they're out of Vancouver. Um, paper is for the dreamers, storytellers, artists, and entrepreneurs. For those who seek self-expression through their craft and no didn't Tyler merging passions. Didn't Tyler Durden live on Paper goes, Street? I think so. I think so. Yep. There, well, I'll start with this one then, and then I have also got um, a Ravens um, All Father Pils- Pilsner. So. Going light tonight, except for the net bread. Can I see the last can there, Dean? Oh, yeah, sure. It's like uh, some kind of, like, dude. Well, yeah. 
It's like a Viking dude. Viking guy. Where's Ravens? I would imagine. Uh, I think. Oh, is it Ravens? That's all. Oh, Abbotsford. They're out of Abbotsford. So repping the mainland this this week. Yeah, I get none of those. Any of those that you get, I can yep. never find any. Not like one. That. Not one. I. It's a dope store. It's like I. There aren't. I haven't seen too many stores like this one. Um, because like you guys have been saying, like usually you get like a four pack or a six pack or something. And I was literally, I'm standing there with the, you know, the plastic thing mm-hmm. and I'm putting my singles on together. it and this guy walks up to me. He's like, how do you do that? And I'm like, <laughs> I just take whatever I want, man. And Dude. Oh, you, you mean you could do that? You can just like take whatever you want and put it on that plastic thing. I'm like, yeah. So it's that's like the beauty of the store that the section in the back is all these awesome singles and you just sort of like pick your flight. Rad. I like it. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> Good songs, bad albums. Yeah. Woo. Here we go. Okay, Mike, wh- where did you come up with this? Uh, I don't remember. Second I, show, eight beers down. Yeah, that's about it. Second show, eight beers down. Had an apostrophe, and uh, yeah, that one came up. Uh, it just, uh, I don't know, just so many of our conversations over the years talking about shitty albums. Mm-hmm. It kind of led me down this path of, you know, out of all these shitty albums, is there anything actually worthwhile on them? Hold up. We talk about shitty albums? Well, just in general, like even off the podcast. Just in general. Like, got you. Yeah. Gotcha. Like if, if you find and, an album that, that, you know, you listen to it once and you think it's total garbage and over and over it seems to be the same thing. And then going back, is there anything on there that's, you know, worthwhile? Out right. Of and it's a shame that there's a diamond eventful. in the rough and it gets yeah. passed over because exactly. of album X, that stinky Exactly. And and it's the through my research it's it's come up so many times. You know, I've gone all the way back to the early eighties, all the way up to like two thousand thirteen, even up till now. There's just there's just so much, you know, where where you find this one gem in this mound of shit. (laughs) So Oh, and, you know, back in the day when you bought CDs and, and tapes and, you know, whatever, when you purchased a physical yeah. media specimen. You were invested. Media, and uh, didn't it just suck when, like, you're like, oh, there's a song I love, and then the rest of it was just dog shit. Yep. And it it's just, so you're times. just like, oh, I got ripped off. H&B used to take those back <laughs> sometimes, eh? I know, so you just dub it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's where it got to when you go uh, at one point when you could go to HMV or A and B Sound and you could always listen to it before they had all the the headphones set up where you know you could get them yeah. to check it out prior to because there was no other way. I mean, none of this stuff was on the internet then. Way back in my day, um, when I was a kid, uh, there was there was no internet, so. <laughs> Or dial up, and it was really shitty and slow, and yeah. So they had those those listening stations where at least you can give it a go. So yeah, 
Well, Mike, it, but I guess it's go ahead, Dane. No, go well, ahead. I was right. gonna kick it off. I was gonna say let's let's do it then. Let's, let's dive help. in, Mike. Why don't you? Since it's your topic, I'm I'm gonna give you first dibs there. Okay. See if we have any crossover here between the three of us because we have not conferred on these lists. So let's see if you got any of the this same. This is this is all a surprise. Yeah. All right, so I'm going back to 1982. The album is called Hot Space. <laughs> Are you familiar? Queen. Uh-huh. Oh, another one bites the dust. Album Hot Space. Uh, under Under pressure. pressure. Under pressure. This is one of those albums where, from front to back, aside from Under Pressure, which was probably their biggest hit, I, you know, in the grand scheme of things, with, with, you know, the collaboration with Bowie, and to listen to this album, and, and this song is the last song on the album, or almost the last song, so if you were to buy this on vinyl when it came out, and you had to listen to all of this shite. And I love Queen. And they have so many brilliant albums. And the the amount of the amount of offerings that they have put out is just unreal. But to put out this album in 1982 to have horrible synth and just uneventful songs throughout the whole thing. It's like there there was no they, they didn't spend a lot of time crafting anything. And then they did this one song with Bowie and that was the one that blew up. I wonder if they're always like in the studio, if they're like, oh man, that one's going to be the one that hits the hardest. And then the rest of them, they're just like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> like the rest of these don't really do it either, but this is just a contractual obligation to get, like get this album out. Yeah, so. but I mean, you can't be sucks. that Let's geeked up with all the other the 11 song. tracks in this album because the rest of them ain't good. <laughs> Right, nope. <laughs> you know it, but you like don't want pain- to admit it. Just painfully, <laughs> it was so painful to listen to it, and I gave it a couple good spins, and yeah, that was the only song on it that had any sort of merit to it. Is that their last album? Like with Freddie I Mercury? Think so. I'm oh, trying right. to find it here. I'm pretty <clears throat> sure. Before they whatever they put sure out next, was. yeah, yeah. Oh, this Wikipedia page is massive. Where's the you know what they play Stop. that song? I saw at the Bowie concert, and he they, he played that song, and um, yeah, I don't know who was playing bass. It was this female bass player, and she yeah, I was at that show too. Yeah, yeah. we talked about she that did the the Freddie Mercury part, um, and it was yeah, so unreal, good, man. Yeah, and they had like a one of those. You guys maybe been to those concerts where they have like the the camera on there, like the the bass, like even on the tuning keys. It's like looking down, oh, looking yeah. down the fretboard, right? So they had one of yep, those yeah, going yeah, at yeah. the same time, but she just nailed yep. it. Like it was just, it was awesome. It was like kind of like the highlight of the so whole good. show, too. 
It was good. Yeah, that was that's easily one of my top shows, man. That was so, so well yeah. done. Yeah, so good. I'll have to check it out. I've never seen it. Yeah, it's the. I forget what it, even what tour it was for. I think it was hours, maybe, or I can't remember. But it was good. Yeah, it was. It was. It was early two thousands. Yeah. Anyway, so. yeah, it was a long time ago. Okay, yeah. that's so. Great was track. there? A, oh, let's just keep yeah, it man. moving. Let's Dane, keep it moving I'm along. going to you now. All right, um, which one? Which one should I do? Uh, okay, so this one goes back a long time, and when these guys first came out, they had this single. Um, should I start with a single? Yeah. Um, I don't even know. Wait, maybe I'll just sing it because I have no idea what this is called. <laughs> but it was like, hey, collective soul, collective soul, yeah. And had like a little shine, yeah. Whoa, heaven let your light shine down, yeah. And the rest of that album was just garbage. And like, (laughs) it wasn't. I listened to that album, not the band. I listened to their three, their first, their first three albums, like obsessively for years. Really? I don't know. I don't know why I liked it so much, but I did. I I like the second album. I I like the the one that had gel on it and the. Where the oh, rare yeah, love blue flows, that one, yeah. I like that. Yeah, their blue album, that was good. <laughs> that album, but uh, I don't know, I, I'm i with you. Discipline I didn't, Breakdown I, I was had okay. That. I had the hints, hints allegations and okay. things left unsaid. Things yeah, and, exactly. Yeah, I had that, and I yeah. agree. It was, I, I couldn't get into that album. I could get rid of, I can get into the other ones, but not that one. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I remember they, like, so this was a long time ago, and it's the first track on the album. You're like, all right, this is good. And the rest of them are just dog shit. It's <laughs> <laughs> it's a totally different band from like track two to like whatever. What year is that album? So uh, it says ninety three to ninety four. <laughs> so they spent an, a year recording this fucking thing. <laughs> um, yeah, ninety three. I remember. Yeah, probably being thirteen, fourteen around that age. So that's that sounds about right. Well, I'm going to go up to 94 because everything happened in 94. Everything happened. Everything Everything happened in 94. I'm going to go with uh, Backwater. Backwater. Meat Puppets. Oh, yeah. Too high to die.
Great track. Visiting Meat Puppets oh. not too long ago, and it was, it was, I don't know, man, it was difficult, but yeah, that track. <laughs> Great track, right? Like, I love that. I love the chug on that song. I love the chorus. It just is a great song. I love the lyrics, but the rest of the album, and I mean, you know, I think we all bought it because, you know, after watching, Kirk yeah, Cobain after, mentioned yeah it. they were on the show. <laughs> yeah. unplugged it every- yeah. And then all of a sudden they got boosted, right? So... You know, but yeah. then I listened to the rest of it. And then I went back to it even just to listen to it this time. And I was like, oh, no, it's, it. not, it's not good. But that track, <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I always love that <laughs> I song. I a few, a huge following off of Nirvana Unplugged, and that mm-hmm. was it. Oh, that's the reason why I bought it. Totally. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Lies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know about lies. I think he was drug buddies with them. Oh, uh, to definitely. To be honest with you, I, I think they they uh, shared some smack and then yeah, they had other <laughs> check up my come band. on my show other things in common besides good music. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kurt was good, but the Meat Puppets were like, yeah, nice one. I totally forgot about those guys. Probably blocked them out of my fucking <laughs> memory. Yeah, like I don't know. I didn't listen to anything else those guys did either. So maybe the rest of their stuff is brilliant. Yeah. I don't know, but. <laughs> That album. Album six is just brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see it, but yeah. Anyways, that's that's it. That's it. Uh, All right, we got a 95. Yeah, are we going to 95, Mike? Let's keep snapping it around here. Let's Oh, the next the next one I have on the list. Hang on. I've got a 97 and a 98. Those are the two closest. So I'm gonna go 97. Oh man, I might have a 95, okay. but keep going. Uh, oh no, it is a 95. Sorry, this is 95 debut album. Lemonade and Brownies is the album. I know this album. What is this? The song is, is called Mean Machine. And it is Sugar Ray. Oh, right. Sugar Ray. So this this is the album before Spread Your Love and Fly. Oh me, oh my, Spread Your Love and Fly. Yeah, so this whole album is just, it's it's very early rap rock. It's very early, um, it, it's just, it's, I don't know, it, this is before they blew up on the whole, you, you know, to, to be this, you know, cuddly YouTube, or, uh, MTV darlings kind of a deal. And... <clears throat> It's it's a hard listen, and then as soon as you get to Mean Machine, it's it's heavy riffs, it's badass, it's well done, 
it's like it, it still stands up today where I still enjoy it. You still put it on? I do, man. I do. Yeah. And it's it's a fun one. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to add that to my <laughs> list this week. <clears throat> yep. The the rest of the album, whatever. Uh Mark McGrath, he he crushes the it, it, it's just yeah, that one track is is solid. And it came out before their big yep. album, like their big hit. This oh, okay. this is nineteen ninety five debut. Yeah. So they're He's like skating around. Yeah, and that one came out in ninety seven, like, I think. It's uh yeah. The, yeah, Floored, I think it was called. Yeah. Yeah, so much douchiness with that with with those guys. But um, <laughs> well, they got I their mean, they got their payday. I mean, they they had they a couple they had a couple cool things. Uh, mean Machine was awesome. I can see how their their follow up smash hits were. I, I can see how they blew up. They just you know they they followed. Nobody really sounded like them at the time in that that way, so I can kind of see how it how it grabbed. But yeah, don't care. <laughs> mean machine though. Mean machine. Mean machine. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, funny, funny. Dane, back to you. All right, I gotta say, like, okay, this was like I said before, a hard project. This was like. I was listening to friggin' Chinese Democracy, <laughs> trying to find a good one. Oh, that's <laughs> on my I, list, dude. I had to bring this up. How terrible that fucking album it's is! So awful. It's so bad. Hang on, let's let's see if we pick the same song because that was oh, on my I'm list. Not, I just I, I just got to oh, put it out oh, there. Yeah. That oh, how terrible that yeah, for how long we waited I, for it to like you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, when it came up, my uncle Ray's like, "Have you heard Chinese Democracy yet?" I'm like, "No." Probably never will. And I, I have, I like, I never gave it a chance until today. I was sitting on the couch, like, I gotta find, I gotta find a gem here yep. somewhere. And it's just like garbage. Oh my God. Hot it's mess. like, it is a hot mate. That's exactly yeah, what no it is. Reason to it. I mean, Buckethead is on it, apparently. Yes. That is the only good thing you can say about that album. Besides well, Buckethead that, Buckethead was on like, it, but other than their live shows, he, he doesn't he doesn't show um his talent on that album at all. No. So no. I mean why would you have him, you know, just get some average session player and, and there's like hip hop beats like scattered throughout. And I'm just like this is I mean, confusing. Yeah. It's a mess of everything scattered through. <laughs> yeah. So bad. But um the one song you couldn't find one? I picked one. Uh I stopped halfway through because oh. I was like, this is leading me nowhere. I need to move on because okay. I'm not going to have anything for tonight if I, <laughs> if I keep trying to find. Well, you need to skip all the way through to the song called Scrapped.
Trapped. Yep. Okay. It's <clears throat> it's about halfway down. It was probably the song after you shut it down. <laughs> probably. <clears throat> and really it's it's the only it's it's the only proper rock song on the whole album. There's lots of weird like yeah, the hip hop beats and piano. It's yeah. just like someone <laughs> spent ten years on a project that it's just a mess of ideas that didn't jive there was nothing that jived <laughs> other than this song and the the song starts off where it's uh it's it's axel at the forefront with these really cool harmony type deals and then it it when it kicks in it kicks in and it's it's start to finish it's well crafted it's the only one on there that is so and yeah. it really showcases axel's uh vocal range which was uh once again, the only song on there that did so. Right. Yeah. 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 Anyway, that got, that's not my pick. Okay. <laughs> I just thought I would put it out there that what. How bad it was. And yes. Yeah. Agreed. What a horrible album. 100%. Um, okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to take this one. It's the song is Rollin' off of Chocolate Starfish oh, and the rolling. Hot Dog Flavored Water. All right, partner. Keep on rolling, baby. You know what time it is. You know we be loving this shit right here. L-I-M-P right <laughs> Biscuit is right here. <laughs> the thing is with this, so this is what made uh, this, again, like this project was super difficult because this album um, sold a million copies like right away. Yeah. And I think they were riding off, you know, obviously the, the previous other. album, Significant Other. Yep. Um, but I think this one was the downfall. This is This is the one where things got a little convoluted little mixed up uh freddie durst was just kind of a little bit too much fred durst yeah and, and west um, was just done with it that's why he quit after after that album so yeah yeah and um there's not really anything good in it so i think a lot of hype um for something which was quite limp <laughs> but um <laughs> this song is amazing because like i've heard this song everywhere and in the most like unexpected places like i went to a concert with a friend uh in the netherlands once and it was like a a, a band that was ripping off like kings of leon and it was like whatever it was mm -hmm. fine and there was like an after party and the, the lead singer was DJing and the first song he put on was fucking rolling by limp biscuit and i was like what it's 
You're. It's okay to listen to Limp Bizkit. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and then I like they were on tour like a few months later, and I asked my buddy if he wanted to go like check him out, and he was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but like I don't know something about this song. It's so like it, it's it's a formula for sure. Yep. It's, it's an like, anthem. It's a. It, it catches you right off the start, and it. Oh, it's just like the go, it goes straight into the fucking chorus. Yeah, it's yeah, almost it's the whole thing is a chorus. <laughs> straight into the fucking chorus. And if you watch the video, they're on top of the World Trade Center. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a, a week before it fucking went oh, down. Oh, really? It was like, back soon. You know, I didn't know that. It's like, no, I don't think it was a week. I'm being like, yeah. uh, I'm trying to be funny here. But it wasn't like, <laughs> I. The, the story that I read was like, they did it. They got like a piece of paper saying like, Thank you for showing your art on top of this, whatever. Yeah, and not like it went down before they they released the album. Oh wow! So crazy, man. Yeah. Oh wait. Yeah. Uh, wait. On September fifth, two thousand, the song peaked. Uh, so wait, I am totally wrong on that. For some reason, I thought they hadn't released the album until afterwards. But anyway, well, that's two thousand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's. And then when they would have shot the video, it was 2001 when the towers went down. But anyway, I mean, like it was Close within enough. a very short yeah. period of time that um, they went down. But they got to shoot a video on the top, and it's like, you know, standard Limp Bizkit, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, but they're the only band to do it. That yeah, and, and top and, of the um, world, New York, <clears throat> New York. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, I thought like. Mike D, I thought you were going to take that one. But. Oh, well, I, I like that album. So <laughs> for for the for going back to our uh, what, what's that other one you keep bringing up? Our guilty pleasures. That's a guilty pleasure album for me. So I can't I can't Is shit it? on it the whole way. So yeah, see, this is a yeah. subjective thing, right? Somebody thinks that it's a good yep. album or a bad song or vice versa. It's, it's a bad album. It's just good yep. to me. Fair enough. So I mean, I agree the- that it's not a great album, but. Yeah, I mean the the album, I'm sure went platinum. Like it, it was a a, a really high selling album. But yeah. it's interesting how that doesn't necessarily mean no people enjoyed it. Like yeah. you rush out and buy it based upon their previous material. Yep, and then you're like, what? My generation? Yeah, <laughs> about my generation. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> But that uh, Roland song. Yep. <laughs> Guilty pleasures. But complete shite. <laughs> <laughs> next. Uh, I'm next? going to 95. I thought my this album came out in 95. So 1995, baby. It all happened in 94, but something <laughs> happened in 95. Um, I'm going with, um, in the meantime, Space Hog off a of Resident oh, Alien. Yeah. Oh, great. Oh, great one. Yeah.
great song. Still to this day, still to, I love that song. But the rest of the album was just, again, yep. what was that? Like, yep. And I bought it, and it was so disappointing because I thought it was going to be all in that same kind of style, and it wasn't. And nothing grabbed me. And I think I listened to it maybe three or four times, but I listened to that track like a million. So, yeah, it was like a very like catchy song. Yeah. And it's just amazing how the, how someone can put or how a band can put out an album that's so disjointed, <laughs> where you you come in you you come in and it's like okay well are they a rock band are they like what what genre is this because every song is completely different. Yeah, it it there's another one that didn't have any rhyme or reason to it either, but yeah, um, yeah, it, it, and I don't I don't think I listened to anything else after that of anything else they ever did. And maybe again, it's fantastic, and I'm missing out. But I haven't dove into Space Hog. But I guess this is a one-hit wonder, though, too, right? I, I don't think they had another hit. No, never heard from yeah. after that. Yeah. yeah. So there you go, a, a one-hit wonder and a great track on a bad album. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, back to you. Okay. I don't know if uh, I don't know if anyone else has really listened to this album, but uh, the album is from 1998. Oh, going up, yeah. It is uh, Diabolus in Musica. The song is "Love to Hate," and the band is fucking Slayer. <laughs> This was this was their their new metal album. New metal. Since new metal was was the big thing, going back to the Limp Biscuits and the the Corns and the and 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 those the that wave of of uh, yeah whatever that was at the time that that whole new metal scene and this one uh, it was the follow up to Divine Intervention and Divine Intervention was. Uh, pretty well written completely uh, uh, by Carrie King. And this, uh, di- di- I can never say this fucking thing, di- Diabolus in Musica, it uh, it was all put together by Hanneman, really, Jeff Hanneman. So, and 
yeah, I don't know why he went the new metal route, but he did. And every song kind of has this cold chamber. Um, yeah, just this, that sort of a groove to every song, it, uh, but this one song, it, it is so good and it's, it, it's super simple and it's kind of like old corn sort of, but it's, it's very well done. It's like the Slayer side of it sticks out, but it's something different. So. Does it have a guy with okay, a, like okay. a backwards, he's got a backwards cross shirt on, like yeah. a ghoul looking guy. Because yeah. I was working at the record store when this album came out, and I remember the album cover. Uh, I guess I can look it up, but um, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's just so the, it's the bald guy. He looks. Cross. He looks like it's Uncle Fester. He looks like Uncle Fester from. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yes. Okay. Uh, I, I've never listened to this show? album, but I know this album cover. Yeah, it's uh, interesting. It's, that's the only song that I that. I've keep going back to and yeah, I, I like that track. Just the rest of it. It's, it's so once again, disjointed. It doesn't sound like Slayer. It there, there's parts where the song will start off sounding like a really killer Slayer song. And then the groove changes to like a, some late nineties, new metal, like cold chamber or, or early corn or like the same kind of detuned. And I think a lot of this, no, this wasn't the seven string stuff, but this was a little more detuned than their their usual. It was just that same sort of groove. So, produced huh. by Rick Rubin. Songs that one song is worth a listen, but not that one. Interesting. So maybe this was their attempt at sort of like trying to get a piece of that mainstream pie. That's kind of what I thought about it too when it came out. But yeah, it makes sense. I mean, there's there's only so much you could push that. Um, that layer of layer of slayer, um, that layer to, of slayer, man. There's there's only so much you can push that, and you know everything after everything after that was is okay, I guess. But yeah, I think this was kind of their their downturn in creativity. Personal opinion, but yeah. There you are. I mean, every album can't be a gem, right? Check it out. Your mileage may vary. I don't know, but <laughs> that's what I got. Excellent. Yeah. Dane, back to you. Shit. <laughs> are you running out? Okay. <laughs> well, I got a couple tricks up my sleeve. Google, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Come on, baffle uh, with bullshit, man. Baffle with bullshit. <laughs> uh, hold on a second here. I'm trying to find. Uh, <laughs> Try to find your next one. When when this album was dropped, uh, I think it was 1987. Michael Jackson, bad. <laughs> Woo. Same. <laughs> I'm sorry, boys. I was just like, <laughs> I don't know what, what to do. Album. What else is on there? <laughs> Great song. Wow. Great song with Slash. Um, with Slash, right? <laughs> oh, so What's on good. there? What Can you tell me what other tracks are on there? Because I can't remember. I know Dirty Diana is Man in the Mirror and stuff like that on there. Or is that? Yeah. Is that yeah, later? yeah, yeah. Uh, no, uh, man the way in the mirror. you make no. me feel. 
Yeah, okay, there's a bunch of yeah. Oh Smooth Criminals on here, middle man, like Oh yeah. Smooth criminal. And I think that's the best song on that album. I think you need to pick another album. It's a bad it's bad album. It's a bad Bad's good. The way you make me feel is good. Dirty Diana is good. Smooth Criminal's good. Man of the Mirror is good. Smooth Criminal's good. <laughs> but that's yeah. again, that's subjective. If you don't think those songs are okay, <laughs> you keep going. Yep. But I like those tracks. No, I think there's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, want to shoot is, you down. Okay. Okay, is is so there? This is what I want to. This is what I've always wondered, right? When he's yeah. like, Eddie, are you okay? So, Eddie, are you okay? Annie. Are you okay, Eddie? Who's Eddie? Eddie? Annie. It's Annie. Oh, it's Annie. Annie, are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? Okay, so that's going to be another episode that we're going to have where we don't understand the lyrics. Yes, lyrics. yes we need to I put always that thought on it was, there. Eddie, are you okay? Yeah, man. It's just like Casey Jones. Out of cocaine. That's right. <laughs> Riding that train out of cocaine is different out than of, high out on of cocaine. cocaine. Out of cocaine. <laughs> Yep. I, I Frankenstein. Don't like pizza. Okay, <laughs> 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 uh, oh. who's up? Sorry, where are we at? We were talking about bad. Oh yeah, what else you got? Bad. It, Bad's good. Bad's good. <laughs> at, at, at least, at least you could have grabbed his his final album yeah, or something. That one, that, I do like. What, what, wasn't that's that a good pick what, though? Wasn't actually, that the one with uh, Macaulay Culkin. But listen, <laughs> listen. It's 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 hard calling someone's art bad. Like, it don't matter this is if the, you're this black is or white. When you name it bad, it's bad. Obviously, like, it's, it's literally bad. bad. Yeah. So I I, t- I took the objective. <laughs> And I delivered on something 100% bad. Michael, Michael Jackson, bad, smooth criminal. Okay, we'll, we'll accept that. You search bad albums, you got, you got and to. that's what came up. <laughs> and that's what came up, man. Bad. Bad. It's not wrong. It's not True. wrong. It's not wrong. It is bad. I'm going to go to 19. I'm going to guess on this before I look it up. I'm going to guess 1998. Uh, I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, 1997 1997 
Wait, that album's no good? Oh. No. <clears throat> no. I don't know, man. There, I don't know if that was the worst. That's the... Well, does it have to... It just has to be bad. It, yeah. I mean, when we compare, like, Morning is... Glory is, is good. <laughs> definitely maybe is good. That thing is garbage. And then I, I like the one after that. And I like even the one after that, too. I like the... Definitely maybe was good. Morning Glory was good. Be Here Now, I think, is where they started falling off, where um, there was just so much cocaine yeah. that... that um, Noel couldn't mix it properly. Yeah, it's and so loud. Everything sounds super shrill and super loud because apparently cocaine fucks up with your your whole he- hearing ability. So the the levels are so messed up. That's why it came out so shrill. And they just he just kept making it longer and longer and longer. Well, yeah, it's the album is long itself. But like when I look through yeah. this album, but, but I like I, that first track. <clears throat> I loved it, and I even love the videos with with like the, all the helicopters coming over top, and they're playing and like yeah, the, the burnt out v, like the big orange oh, yeah. thing. Yeah, right. I'm like, oh, this is awesome, and like the whole that. thing starts off with like the, you know, it's got like the <laughs> the wah wah pedal right the right wow, and I'm like, yeah, this is awesome, and then you go to the next few songs, and it's like, okay, this is sound trying to sound like the Beatles, man, like. Yeah, you're it right. Just not good. You're totally but, right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And yep. I love the line, the first line in the chorus too. And maybe this is a misheard lyric because I, this is the way I hear it. But I love the line. I met my maker and I made him cry. That's so good. I love that line. <laughs> yeah. Man. That's yeah. pretty sweet. Yeah. That's a good one. And maybe that's the wrong line, but I. That's how I hear it, and that's how I've heard it since '97. So. But yeah, even after that, like standing on the shoulder of giants, I like that. Dig out your soul, I like that album. Uh, yeah, don't believe the don't truth. Don't believe was the truth solid. was good. Yeah, it just this one is. Even chemistry was meh, but yeah, not didn't do it for Definitely. me, and, and especially a follow up to such a huge album with Morning Glory, and yeah. it was just fell flat. Yeah. And they know yeah. it. I know that they know it, but you know, cocaine. It all the sure drug. is. It sure is. <laughs> Especially when you're trying to do something productive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Getting in the way. I got to mix this album. I got to mix this album. Uh-huh. More treble, less bass. Shrill, shrill, shrill. I only have one left. So where, how many do you have left? I have one, two... I have okay. two. I'm just going to go with two. Technically, I have three, but I'm not even going to put that okay, on Okay, well, why don't so. you double up? Why don't you give us both ears? Or, no, the the third one will be an honorable, dishonorable mention. <laughs> honorable mention? Yeah, At the end? Okay. Okay, okay. Yeah. so I'm going to go, which I'm surprised nobody has really mentioned, but Metallica's Saint Anger album. Saint Anger. What's the good song on that? That's... The 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 good song on that album, and it, it was a stretch, but it's it's the only song that seemed like it had it had purpose to it, and there wasn't, you know, it, it started off really heavy and weird, and and then it would go to super light, and then it would change to something else. This is the only one that seemed like they took time, and it's the only one out of the what twelve songs that clicked in my opinion. Anyway, the song is called The Unnamed Feeling. I 
so. It's it's one of the one of the I think it's probably the third third last song on the album. And yeah, I mean it's it's the only one that didn't feel disjointed and it has a solid heavy groove and the lyrics the lyrics were good. I mean it was it's it was a well-written song in a batch of garbage. Is this the Pots and Pans snare this album? This is the Pots and Pans snare album and and yeah. going back to that Pots and Pans snare, this is the only song on the album that they toned that. They seemed to to tone it down a little that was bit. Be my question. Does Lars's snare sound like a garbage can lid on this song? On on every yes. on every song it does, but on that one it just seemed Terrible. like they turned it down a bit. Ping ping oh, ping. Yeah, just, he thinks he's gonna revolutionize like rock and roll by fucking making the worst thing, like sounding. Snare I just remember hearing ever. that. I've seen that Saint Anger video, and I just heard that snare the very first time when it goes fast, and I'm like, painful. Oh, it's just off putting. It's it's. It's funny too because you go from from him hunting out one of the greatest snare drums yeah. ever on Black Album, <laughs> and X amount of years later doing that. Oh. But you're not going to do that for every album, man. You're going to experiment a little uh, bit. Yeah. You're going to be like, what? You know what? Like ninety percent of people will not like this. Yeah. And ten percent will fucking hate this, which <laughs> leaves me with no one liking Nobody. this. But I'm going to do it anyway. That's it. <laughs> yeah so bad but this song it's it's worth a it's worth a couple listens it's on my list okay okay all right what else you got what's your second do you want to throw out your last one you said you had one last dane are you done are you all dried up I got another fucking uh, Google it, man. Oh, Google okay. it. Google, it. Google it. it. Let's do one more spin around <laughs> here. Then. This one. Spin around the sun. All right. Uh, track is called Jesus Christ Pose. Album is. How is bad that a bad album? Finger? No way, man. How bad is that a bad? Finger, no. No. Rusty no. Cage. It's got bad in the title. No. Shine. No. It's got where's, bad. Where's Where's my big button that goes? <laughs> With the big no, X, where's up. that one? You're, you're, not, you're not getting it. It has bad it. in the title. Oh, just like bad. I got you. I got you. That was underneath bad. I oh got it. man, <laughs> you're so bad. I'm going to 1982. 1982. <laughs> I'm going, and and this okay. is a I, I, this is kind of on the dishonorable mention side. It's borderline. It's borderline because okay. I think we all know that this is not really an album. And it is, <laughs> and it is, we're going to groove Led Zeppelin off of Coda.
Coda. That uh, yeah, they were done before. Coda. I know. I know. Done. That's what I'm saying. It's done. it's on but the yes. borderline. It's yep. outtaked. Yep. I think we mentioned this every podcast. Yeah, most. I agree with you. They're done before Coda, guys. I agree with you. Yeah. Man. Yep. 100%. So it's on the it's on the borderline. But we're gonna groove. Great track. The rest of the, I mean, other than you know Bonzo's mantra, but it's, you yeah. know it's all out kind of outtakes and B sides kind of stuff right on that album. So yeah, it's you know. Yep. It's it, good. Pick, yeah, man. it's it's. Thank you. Uh, it's it's good pick. it's borderline, but I snuck it in there. <clears throat> That's it. Okay, so go oh. for it. Okay, I'm gonna go with my last two. This next one we've talked about before. So when was it? Uh, hang on, I'm gonna check the year here. Uh, I'm gonna edit this out after. But. <laughs> This this fucking weird pause. Okay, here we go. So this is 2016. Oh, that's pretty recent. Yeah. So this is this is goes back to 2016. Let's see here. Okay, 2016. So we've got this this media popping up on the internet that is very exciting news. What we think is very exciting news. And all you see is this big red fist. And then you see the star behind the big red fist. Does this sound familiar? Another Metallica? No. We we covered these guys a little while ago. Against the Machine? Killing in the name of. So I see all these, I see all these really obscure you know the the that this this huge thing is coming it's it's it, the world is going to change everything's going to you know so when it finally comes out it's not at all what i had hoped so this is prophets of rage oh yeah the fuck is that prophets of rage so this is rage against the machine with be real and Chuck D. Mine is Zach Delaroca. It sounds great on paper. It sounds Mine amazing is on Zach paper. Zach Delaroca? No, Zach Delaroca. And that's what I was waiting for. It's like, okay, all these posters are coming out showing. Weird. Holy shit, Rage is coming back. <clears throat> this is going to be massive because it was X amount of years since Battle of Los Angeles came out. And everything was done for and quiet forever. And we had the audio slaves and we had all these other. All these other albums from these guys, but it was never Rage. And then we see these posters and like, yes, Prophets of Rage, you know, Rage Against Species comes back. And then it says Prophets of Rage. I'm like, oh, disappointed. So I gave it a listen. Out of this whole album, it, it's, it's a poorly executed Chuck D. Be Real <laughs> side project <laughs> with some Rage grooves. But their first song on this album, it's called Radical Eyes, is solid from front to back. It's so good.
everything else off of that, it just seems very lacking. And it, and it wasn't even because I was disappointed that it wasn't the new Rage album. It was just very uneventful. Now, going and listening to these songs on their on their live offerings, the, the original stuff holds out well. A couple of the songs kind of hold out well, but for the most part, it was very meh. So hold up. And meh, meh being a scientific term. Meh. This is Chuck D. Yep. Nate Dog. Be Real from Cypress Hill. Oh, sorry. Be yep. real. Yeah. And then like Tom Morello and like yep. the rest of the gang. Yep. What? So yeah. Zach Del Roca must have pulled out last minute. Or he wasn't even yeah. on the thing. No, I don't he know. He was well, even in the bill. Because even would... the title it like profits of, so they're just like alluding to the fact that yeah. like he's Jesus and they're they're just the prophets and they're just like kind yeah. of like spreading his message, but it wasn't that spreading and his message, but just, they're not the real me. thing. Yep. Yep. So weird. I didn't even know this existed, man. It's it's a hard listen. Radicalize is good. And it starts off with the banger of Radicalize. And then the rest of it is just very it never does anything. I keep waiting for Duthin. And, and I love Chuck D and I love Be Real and all things Cypress Hill. But it just seemed unnecessary. <laughs> I'm so disappointed. Unnecessary. Yeah, Your just, art is unnecessary. Completely, man. And there's a lot. Take it back. There's a fine line between art and whatever. Yeah, it just didn't. Yeah, so that's that's my uh, yeah, that's my pick for that one. Good one. Good one. And the last one, one the nail in the coffin for this whole Seed thing. Song. This is called. This is out of 2013. The album is called Super Collider. Yeah. Um. The song is called Kingmaker. This is uh. The band is Megadeth.
I, I had to throw in some mustaine there. So this this is the one. Yeah, this album is so hard to listen to. This one song kicks ass, and the rest of it is just uneventful. I keep waiting for it to do something, and it never does. So yeah, I'm I'm ending this with uh, with some Megadeth and some Dave Mustaine. Dave Mustaine bucks. He's, nice. he's got the he's got the the Bitcoin now. You can get your Mustaine. He's bucks. got his mega <laughs> mega coin or mega bucks or whatever they call it. He's got his proper Bitcoin and his his new Gibson guitars are flying out and uh, flying V's are flying out and yeah, he's crushing it. He's or making whatever. that money, man. Or whatever. He's making that yep. money. Got to do. Yep. So, yep. So that was the one. Super Collider. Super Collider. Give it a spin once and leave it alone after that. It's just done. Kingmaker, though. <laughs> we'll go further. Kingmaker. <laughs> this was interesting. It almost turned into um, uh, like a, a secret... What am I trying to say here? You can edit this out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> or I'll keep it because it'll be funny. <laughs> I had like a great thought and then I was like, oh, I totally forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ended on that one. <laughs> I just got a thing here. Says my disc is almost full. Okay, I think, I think that kind of tripped me out. Flip, any have any uh, <laughs> final thoughts? Ending no words no, or not? Final I can't bring it into the hangar now. Unfortunately, that's it. It's getting out of control on the runway, so can't do it. Okay, we'll kill it at that, and I'll do. Uh, I'll do some sure. edits. Ed, stop. <laughs> All right, we want you guys to subscribe, share, and review this podcast. Keep it going, keep it strong, because we're having a great time entertaining you guys with B-Sides and Beers podcast.